Shalom Aleichem from the Yiddish Book Center. My name is Josh Lambert, and my guest for the TuneIn podcast is Ilan Stavins, the Lewis Sebring Professor in Latin American and Latino Culture at Amherst College. Professor Stavins will be teaching a weekend course called Yiddish con Salsa at the Yiddish Book Center. Ilan, I know you grew up, I believe you grew up in Mexico City, and I was curious to start off whether when you were growing up there in the Jewish community, you were aware of the rich and complex history of Jews in Latin America, or whether that was something that you learned later and surprised you? Oh, it was only later, Josh, that I realized the complexity, the beauty, the the, the epic nature of um, Jewish life in Latin America. When we were growing up in Mexico in the 60s and 70s, um, we were aware of our own circumstance, that of the small insular Jewish community in the country. Uh, at that time, it was about uh, maybe 35 to 40,000 uh, people strong, most of them located in Mexico City, but also in, in what and in Monterrey, uh, there was no awareness whatsoever, at least to the extent that I remember, uh, of other Jewish communities in, say, Peru or in Colombia, Venezuela, Argentina. Uh, we knew that uh, Jews had come to that part of the world as well, uh, but we were not taught that history, not in school, not in the community center activities that we had. Uh, and it was only later, actually, when I left Mexico and came to the United States, that uh, I made the effort to start to understand more fully my own uh, national and uh, cultural history, and in so doing, projected my interest to the entire continent. And uh, I realized then what I hadn't seen when I was a young man and that I hoped that the Jewish communities in Latin America today are doing much more, that is to, to make an emphasis in, in teaching and in learning that history. And tell me, how different were the experiences of Jews who immigrated to Latin America from their landslide in who came to North America or somewhere, somewhere like Australia or, or South Africa? Was there a particular set of experiences uh, that set apart uh, Jews in that, in that area? Well, there are a number of paradigms that distinguish the Jewish Latin American uh, condition from that of the United States or Australia or South Africa or or. Europe or any other other part of the world. Uh, for one thing, with the exception of Argentina and perhaps Brazil as well, none of the republics of Latin America was a target of immigration per se. They only became a site of arrival for immigrants uh, when other places were closed or became unavailable for immigration quotas or any other reason. Um, that means that the, in the imagination of European Jews, a site like Mexico or uh, Venezuela or Uruguay was never really tangible the way the United States was or the way Argentina was, for that matter. And uh, the experience of many of those early immigrants at the end of the 19th century in the first two decades of the 20th century is one of absolute surprise that people speak Spanish, that people look uh, have dark skin, that they look in a particular way, that they eat a particular food. And, uh, and that surprise quickly becomes um, an, uh, uh, an element of 
of pleasure and curiosity and an entrance door for the rest of the community to to become part of, say, in my particular case, Mexican culture. Um, all in all, I think there are a number of very dramatic differences, those paradigms that I'm telling you about, uh, that have to do with the idiosyncrasies of those countries, say, you know, say tango or or the 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 particular cuisine that shaped Latin American Jews in a very particular way. And I think uh, there is no doubt that we have a particular Weltanschauung, a particular worldview that distinguishes us from, from any other Jews in, in any other part of the world. I wanted to ask you, because I know I th it's something that you're going to be teaching um, during this course or focusing on, how much did the legacy of Jews in Spain uh, under the Inquisition and then as uh, conversos uh, or new Christians after uh, the expulsion from Spain, how much did that inflect the experience of Jews in Latin America? It's a very important question, Josh. There are a number of waves of immigration of Jews from Europe to the Americas. The very first one is a wave that is difficult to consider as such because during the colonial period from 1492 up until 1810, um, there were groups of crypto-Jews, secret Jews, hidden Jews, or new Christians that were arriving from Spain or from other parts of the of what was by then the, the Sephardic diaspora, say the Balkans or Northern Africa or, or the England or Portugal, that uh, arrive in such a quiet, uh, nondescript way as to completely be erased by, by history. And we know of their activities because of subtle uh, behavioral patterns that they had of, say, um, keeping the Shabbat uh, in a way that didn't call much attention to the surroundings. Um, when the Sephardic Jews, uh, actually from the Ottoman Empire, uh, began arriving at the end of the 19th century, along with Ashkenazi Jews, Yiddish speakers from Eastern Europe, uh, most of the new Christians or of the crypto-Jews had all but disappeared. So there was no connection between those two diasporas. Uh, in fact, the Sephardic diaspora from the Ottoman Empire and the, the Ashkenazi diaspora didn't quite see face-to-face. -face. Uh, in many countries, Mexico is a particular example, where I come from, the two of them would actually develop in distinct parallel ways until many decades later when they would uh, converge again. Uh, so the roots of a Spanish jury are there, are there to be discovered. Uh, they were quiet, they were hidden, they were uh, implicit. And only in recent years has there been an effort to connect the dots between the various diasporas and see that even though we are Yiddish speakers or we are Ladino speakers, there was something that came before that that, uh, that is also identifiable as, as uh, Jewish. Hmm. Can, you tell, can you tell me a little bit about the topics you'll cover in the course and maybe mention a few of the writers uh, that, you'll be, that the participants in the course will be reading? I'm very much looking forward to teaching this course here at the center. It is a course designed as a, 
as a broad and at the same time a deep introduction to the experience of Latin American Jews through its literature, through their literature. Uh, there will be four lectures. The very first lecture called Jews and Latinos Unlikely Partners will be an introduction to the to the experience that uh, will connect history with sociology and religion and, and cultural patterns. Uh, the next lecture is going to be about the conversos, uh, this aspect that I was just telling you about, and not only about conversos per se, but about the idea of the converso as a metaphor that has uh, been used to retain the identity uh, among those that were in, in new Christians or were hidden Jews, but also among those that don't have anything to do with conversos, but that are inspired by the idea of retaining the identity against all odds. The third lecture is called Magical Realists in, in ya with Yamulkas, and this will be about Jewish writers from different parts of Latin America that have become uh, activists and uh, in their militant approach have confronted uh, repressive regimes in Argentina, Brazil, Uruguay uh, through uh, an imaginary world that brings together both the Latino or the Hispanic and the and the Jewish. In that, in this particular case, we will be uh, reading works by Moisir Sclair, the great Brazilian master and author of The Center in the Garden, a book that we will be um, talking about. We are also going to read Jacobo Timerman, a journalist and a very important public intellectual in Argentina who was imprisoned during the Guerra Sucia, during the Dirty War, for his outspokenness against the repressive regime. We're going to be talking about a prisoner without a name, without a number. Uh, we're also going to be talking about early writers in, in Latin America of Jewish descent. Alberto Gerchunov, probably the, the equivalent of uh, Mendel and Moises Forim, the grandfather of Jewish Latin American literature. And from him, we are on, we're going to see writers that took the torch that he had uh, set on and continued the tradition up until the very present. We're going to be ri reading writers from Venezuela, from Mexico, from Cuba, from Argentina, from Uruguay. Uh, the very last lecture, uh, lecture four, is going to be addressing particularly the the Yiddish that had that became a kind of religion in in Latin America. That lecture is called Yiddish con salsa: Adventures of Mameloshin in the Hispanic World. And I will trace the patterns of immigration of the language and of its speakers from the Pale of Settlement to various parts of the of the southern hemisphere and talk about tangos in Yiddish and uh, literature in Yiddish and radio and uh, all, uh, educational material and all sorts of different um, facets and patterns that used Yiddish and in so doing help the Jewish community find its own identity, the, uh, at least the Ashkenazi one. And, you know, I, I've had the experience, the pleasure of reading uh, so, mu so much of the work you've done in this area as in not just writing as a, as a, as a short story writer yourself, um, but also as an editor uh, editing uh, a series with the uh, University Press of New Mexico, uh, as well as uh, anthologies of Sephardic writing and, and other sort of crucial texts. But uh, it's very exciting that uh, in this program, not only will you bring all the, the um, expertise you have from all of that activity, but I also understand that you have a new graphic novel coming out in November, uh, right around the time of this course, uh, the title of which is El Illuminado, 
uh, and it's coming out from Basic Books in November. And I was hoping you could say a, a few words about uh, that book because it seems very much uh, in the same uh, in the same area. I I am delighted that you mentioned it, Josh. Yes, it is a a, a graphic novel. I've been work, working on it for for about a year. It is with the the extraordinary um, illustrator uh, Steve Schenken, who is uh, known for his Rabbi Harvey uh, novels for young adults. And this is a story. Uh, Illuminado that takes place in New Mexico. Um, I am uh, the the protagonist going to uh, lecture. I find myself confronted by some crypto Jews that want to show me certain uh, sites in a cemetery where Jewish and Catholic symbols intertwine. And very quickly, I realize in the novel that there is a murder that has been committed just two weeks prior to my visit. And it is a murder mystery with a whole background of the crypto-Jewish uh, history of the Southwest and of the building in particular of the cathedral uh, in downtown Santa Fe that uh, in its original incarnation appears to have been built by, uh, by crypto-Jews in a, in a secret and very deliberate way. So it is a mix of history with the thrillers and um, it, through the graphic novel, I am so excited by it and we're going to be talking as well about it in the course. It sounds like it's going to be an incredible opportunity for people to learn this rich and fascinating history. I'm looking forward to it very much myself. The course will take place from April 19th to 21st, 2013. Uh, registration is available for this course online at the Yiddish Book Center's website now. Um, and thank you so much, Elan, for speaking to us today. I know everyone's going to be looking forward to this course very much. You've been listening to a podcast from the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. For additional interviews and conversations, please visit yiddishbookcenter.org slash audio. Our producer is Agnieszka Ilvitska. I'm Josh Lambert. Zaymir stark und gesund. Be strong, be well, and tune in again soon.